0: Welcome to the Coach V Show, your show for success and life fulfillment with expert insights and interviews to help you, me, and we work to be our best and live our best life. Often for your consideration, success frameworks, behavioral models, and life lessons so that you can work to be your best and live your best life. Here on Island City, where iron sharpens iron, together we rise. I am humbled and blessed to have one of the guys that I looked up to. The first Tongan I ever saw on a poster growing up in Pomona, California, was this brother. Our featured guest here on the Coach V Show is brother Tim Manoa. He played fullback for four seasons in the National Football League for the Cleveland Browns and the Indianapolis Colts. He played collegiately at Penn State and was a member of the 1986 National Championship team. Tim was born in Tonga, uh, but at the age of 10, he moved to Hawaii where he discovered American football. And he was part of Red Raider Nation in the North Shores of Kahuku High School before moving to Wexford, Pennsylvania. There he attended North Allegheny High. Tim was a Parade All-American and the first Tongan brother that I ever heard of while I was growing up that was a Parade All-American and was heavily recruited by several top college football programs before selecting Penn State. After an outstanding junior and senior season as part of Penn State's backfield, Tim was invited to the Hula Bowl, Senior Bowl and the NFL Combine in which His draft stock rose steadily, and he was selected uh, in the third round number 80 pick of the 1987 NFL draft by the Browns. He would play for three seasons in Cleveland under the late Marty Schottenheimer, who just passed, and Bud Carson before moving on for his final season with the Indianapolis Colts. Tim and his wife, Wendy, are now living in the Bay Area. Tim specializing in doing construction for federal projects. Brother Tim Monor, thank you so much for coming on the Coach V Show. It is such a pleasure to have a guy that I looked up to. And, and and I think you had you you had a little bit of that uh, uh, of the mullet thing going on in yeah. college, right? I remember seeing right. that at this Buffalo Tongue dude, named Manoa. I, I really connected to that when I was growing up. Tim, thank you so much for coming on the Coach V Show.
1: Thank you for having me. I uh, appreciate the uh, introduction. Man. Um, you know, it's 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 always good to talk to a uh, fellow. Uh, you know, Polynesian Tongan people uh, is doing well. And, uh, you know, t- thanks for having me on your show though. So brother Tim, you were born in Tonga like I was. yeah, And
0: then you moved to what I think is paradise. Cause I mm. love the 808, right? And right. then not only just paradise, but the North shore. And you grew up there in the Kahuku area uh, for your first taste of this American dream. Pack us, uh, unpack that for us and take the audience okay. through coming to Tonga, learning the language, coming to Hawai'i, how was that?
1: You know, um, I think my story is about the same as everybody's story that, you know, migrated to, uh, to America, especially to Hawaii. Um, you know, our, our parents actually, you know, migrated. They left the home that they were comfortable in, had a home, had food, but left in, in search of uh, a better living, a better life for their kids, mm-hmm. I think that that was the message that I got was that you know we 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 left Tonga to come to America because our parents wanted us to have a better life than they what they had at home. So in in transition from Tonga to to Hawaii, um, I found football sports. Mm-hmm. As as, you know, I found sports, I was actually was pretty good in in most of the sports that I I played, you know, uh, especially um, football. I took a liking of football. I was good at basketball and and, um, and, uh, baseball. I was really good at baseball, actually. Right. Yeah. Uh, But uh, it was too boring for me. Right, 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 right. Uh, you know, as a kid, you know, you want action, you know, and, and playing, starting at football um, at, at Pop Warner in, in Haula. In Haula, I started out there in Haula Elementary. Went to elementary school there and then and went to, uh, uh, to Kahuku. But um, I found that I was pretty good at, at playing uh, football. And I took a liking to it. And I could in every other sport so I can play uh football but uh um i think i think from from the very beginning, I knew that I was good at it and right. and and i I put a lot of my efforts into it uh and and I started doing things that kids didn't didn't do uh you know after practice i went home i ran home from practice after practice mm. you know um i went across to the uh, to the uh, to the beach on the sand i ran on the sand you know this is i did it on my own you know right. this i was what 14 15 maybe around that age um and i i and I, I already put my mind into it though i already thought about playing in the NFL. Wow. that age. At that age. And I kind of already had it in my mind that I was playing already at the NFL, that I was going to make it to the NFL. And, you know, the, the situation is I, I really was playing well at, at Kahuku. Right. At that time, um, at ninth grade, it was really good. I, I had another kid from Tonga that came to to kahoku was Lake Heimuli. Oh yeah, Lake. Yeah. So Did he go to BYU? Yes, he went to BYU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Finished up in BYU. But I went to ask him, I said, Hey, why don't you come out for the team? Right. So and ended up was him as a fullback, I was the tailback. And wow. we crushed it. I mean, our team at, um, at 10th grade, we didn't lose one game. So wow. we were the championship, but you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, I left. I left, I left, but didn't want to leave. You know what I mean? I wanted to leave. I was doing well in Kahoku. I was all over the papers and everything else and everybody knew who I was. But um, the opportunity presented itself and my dad, so the the, the, uh, the couple that I, I moved into was, the, they always come to Hawaii to uh, vacation every summer and they came to our church in Kahuku, the Methodist church in Kahuku. Right. And, and that's how the relationship was, uh, you know, we got to know them. So the decision was made that I was going to move to Pennsylvania, to Wexford Pennsylvania. And, uh, Wait, so, like.
0: so some people that just always just came in vacation, talk to yeah. your parents, and then you're gonna move from the 808 all the way to the East Coast.
1: East Coast, yes. Wow. It was, it was first of all, they wanted to see if I, you know, they would, you know, have a chance to take my sister, you know, but my dad said that's my only daughter. <laughs> take right, right, this right. Guy. <laughs> right. I said, take this guy. So, um. You know, and the decision was made by him, but I I follow his decision. You know, I, I said I took I took his had his advice, and he said, "Go and try it and see how you like it." So I did. Uh, it worked out for me. You know, it did work out for me. And uh, you know, school was really nice. I mean, the, the North Allegheny was only. It was a big school. I mean, the, the their high school was only eleventh and twelfth grades. Right. And uh, um, you know, it, it took a it took a little bit for me to get used to it. Coming from Hawaii, I had the uh, you know the pigeon language. You know, I was still you know that flow of speaking English didn't really yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> right 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 because I got the what did you say it again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, eventually that went away, and you know, I got along with everybody there, and um, you know, we, put, uh, my senior year there, we won every game. But we, so I, when I went there, actually the the team really wasn't doing that as well. But uh, our senior, my junior senior year, we actually turned around the uh, the uh, the program to where we uh, we were powerhouse at the end of my senior year wow so we actually lost once we lost in the playoffs but we won every game and then um that in turn got me into um, to colleges you know i got recruited from every colleges and, and i actually took a took a a visit back to Hawaii so I can go home. Right, right, right. (laughs) Right, 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 right. (laughs) So I could go home and see my family, you know. But I did really like, you know, I wanted to go back to to see if I would fit into the uh, program in Hawaii. Uh, But, um, you know, I I took Penn State. Um, Everywhere I went to visit, it was Either I either stayed in a hotel. Um, they, I mean, they gave me everything, whatever you know. I took me out to dinner and told me what I um, they were going to offer me and all that. But Penn State just won the national championship in '82. Wow!
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Yes. And '83, I was coming out. I went to Penn State on my visit. Um, Joe Baterno put me in the dorms and he said, this is where you're going to live if you come to school here. Wait, wait, wait. The head coach, legendary Joe Pa. Yeah. Was the one showing you around and took you to the dorms. Yes. The Joe Paterno actually came to my high school because, you know, I was recruited by the guy of name Tom Bradley. He's now with, uh, he's coaching in the NFL now. But he was the one who recruited me, and then, and he, he told me, he said, Joe Paterno wants to come to your house, and he said, Joe Paterno don't go to anybody's house. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> he said he's coming to your house. He's coming to your school, and he said he really wants you. That's the thing, you know. He said he really wants you to come to Penn State. But you know, and, and um, when I went to Penn State. Uh, he told me that, you know, like I said, he said, this is where you're going to live if you come to school here. This is the food you're going to eat at the cafeteria. This is the food you're going to eat, and this is the people you're going to hang around with. Right. You know, and that kind of uh, resonated with me because, you know, he's right. This is the people I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be with. Right. Um, he was down to earth, and he said, I'm going to give you a scholarship. I said, I'm going to pay. I said, I'm going to give you a scholarship to come to school here. And then football is second. He said, you going to have. He said, if you come to school here, your grades have to be, you have to have good grades in order for you to play. Right. If you don't have, if you fell in your classes, you're not playing football here. So we don't want that type of students. An, uh student athlete we want student athletes. Right. We don't want athletes. So uh, that was his message to me and then I say, well I mean I, he's telling me what you know what other people he, other schools didn't tell me you know So that's the reason why I picked Penn State and you know I, I think I did I picked the right school for me. I picked the right school for me to go to, right? the Penn State. Um, from then, you know, I we, you know, we, our first couple of years, our first year I played at Penn State, we actually played at the Aloha Bowl. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Did you use all the other players' tickets? Cause, cause yes. Because you had
0: like 100 people coming yes. to the game?
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So um, it was a trip for me to go home. You know, like you said, I got all the tickets that I needed to, you know, to, to get everybody there in Hawaii to go to the game. Right. And, you know, it was, I mean, I was really excited to go because I was going home. Yeah. In front of my family and friends. So um, fast forward to my junior year, we actually played for the national championship my junior year. We played Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. We was lost that against Bosworth and those guys? Yeah. Bosworth, yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah, we lost the game. We lost the game uh, for the national championship. So we all came back. The uh, Some of the seniors that was going to go on the draft decided to stay back. Mm-hmm. And, and, and get a go at it again for the national championship, which was uh, – we played Miami. Uh, at the Fiesta Bowl, right? So we were. Let's say, I think we were we were number two. Miami was number one, right? But uh, hey, we ended well. there was Testaverde. It was the yeah he was, yeah. He was the Heisman Trophy at the time, and uh, I mean they had was like
0: Michael Irving on that team.
1: Michael Irving, yeah. Alon- I Alonzo that. Highsmith, yeah, man, yeah. those were some fellas. At Waters. <laughs> Yeah. yep they they had some they, I mean that team was loaded yeah I mean they had like four or five first round draft pick that year so but we you know we ended up beating uh Miami uh, so and uh you know we I, I left college with the with a championship ring, which was great mm-hmm you know and uh, went on the draft I didn't know what where I was gonna go on the draft Um I had a couple of roommates that I was with that we, the, the three of us got drafted. Wow. The, yeah. The one of them was the, the, the tailback was DJ Dozer. He was mm-hmm. taken by Minnesota number 14.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I had another roommate, uh, Tim Johnson. He played with, um, with the Steelers and, and uh, he played with Washington. But um you know, I didn't know. Uh, back in the days, there was, like, 12-round drive, You know, there was 12 rounds. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, the later rounds, the first two rounds is the first day. They have, you know, then the later rounds, nobody knows. Plus, we didn't have all the coverage we have now with, Today, the, uh, yeah. with the draft. Right. So, you know, I was I was actually out with a couple of my buddies when I got a call from Marty Schonheimer. Right. And he said, um, he said, This is this Tim? I said, Yes. I, and he said, uh, we uh, we just picked you in the third round to come out here to play for the for the Cleveland Browns. Right. And you know, that's how I do. So the next couple of days he said, Well, get get ready and uh, get yourself out here in the next couple of days. So that was it. I mean I Packed my stuff up and left what went, went to Ohio and um, I've been Ohio was you know it's 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 a it's a totally different uh, feeling an adult totally different way I mean going from high school to college is a whole different experience and a whole different level of of uh, s- you know, sports, you know, just to moving from one stage to another is a whole different story. Yeah. Um, You know, going to, to college, you're still, you're still with your, you know, with guys that still trying to figure out where they fit in, in football and what position they're playing. Right. So, and then, uh, Going from you know going from college to professional now you're all good you're all professionals right you're coming in to take somebody's job you're coming in to take somebody's food off the table mm. so now it's like it's on you know you have to prove yourself you have to you know do whatever it takes for you to to make the team because at the time you're you have like a hundred something guys on the team right. Then you have to cut it down to fifty three guys. Plus, right. we didn't have the uh, the um, the practice squad at the time. We didn't have mm-hmm. that. So, you know, I, I played there for. Actually, was there for four years with the Cleveland Browns. I was on injured reserve for for one year, mm-hmm. and then uh, went on to uh, to the Colts, and I was got hurt, and that was it. You know. But, Mm -hmm. you know, the whole idea is, um, you know, making it to the NFL. It's tough. It's hard. It's a lot of work. You have to have have the right frame of mind to make it to the NFL. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a long journey for a lot of these kids. You know, I see now as, man, there's there's so many talented kids. But I think a lot of it lacking the work ethics it has to take to make it into the to the next level to the NFL right. right I mean you can be good as whatever but if you don't put in the work eventually you're not going to make it yeah you, have to, you know eventually uh you think you're good of course and if you see a lot of these kids that has all the talent in the world and uh they don't put in the work and sometimes they think, well, why didn't I make it? I have all the talent. You know, everybody sees the kids and has the talent. But all of a sudden, it, it, he doesn't make it. It's frame of mind. A lot of it has to do with what mm-hmm. you have in your mind, what you have, you know, uh, when you, how you see things, how you see things that somebody else don't see it. Right, right. You know, it's just because uh, I think, most of that has to come within you of how much you want things, how much you want it. Yeah. If you really want it, you'll find a way to do it. You'll right. Find a way to get it. You know, and you know, as I get older, I see, I see it. You know, I. You know, like they said, it's you know, you you leave school, but that doesn't mean that you have to stop learning learning yeah you know you used to read books at school to catch up on your assignment and stuff like that but you graduate you get out that doesn't mean you stop learning yeah, yeah <laughs> you yeah. still got to keep learning <laughs> you know uh just to you know, sometimes I I sit back. I do a lot of readings and I I do a lot of searching on things that I like. Even this um, construction business, I did a lot of research on it. You know, yeah, just, yeah. I didn't want to just get in there and, and uh, say that I'm doing construction, <laughs> but I do a lot of research, a lot of things on how how to register your your. Your company with everything on online and all that stuff, and but you know it's a lot of it has to do with what you put in your mind every day. Yeah, right. You know, right. Uh, if uh, you wake up every day thinking that everything's gonna be given to you and happen to you, and you got it wrong, man. A, a lot of it has to do with with you. Yeah, no doubt. Looking at things.
0: So, Tim, when you finished finished in the NFL,
1: what was the next move for you? What did you do after that? Um, I actually took a couple jobs. Um, You know, the first two or or three years, I didn't do anything. Uh, I was just at home. But um, I got bored, and I went into the uh, mortgage business. Okay worked with a friend of mine that had a uh a mortgage business so I went into that I uh, got into the uh I had a nonprofit i ran I had a camp I had a football camp in Ohio I ran for f- twenty five years um, wow yeah and uh when I moved out of Ohio then I gave it up but um we had twenty five years uh I mean, I think it was from eight years old up to junior in high school. Okay. So, the whole process of the of the camp is that we, you know, try to teach them football, but also teach them life lessons. So we yes, we bring in speakers to talk to the kids. We bring in we bring in um, the police department just to tell the kids, hey, we're not your enemies. We're your friends. Right. So, um, and you know, we bring in uh, a lot of the uh, the uh, people that, even uh, people from the uh, business side of things, to come and talk to the kids, just to That's awesome. give them, uh, you know, just the life lessons of, of, you know, some of, not all of them will take take it, but you know, if you give them information about there's there's life other than football. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, real talk. You know? Yeah. If uh, you don't make it in football, there's, there's life. You know, and then, you know, we give them the, the straight talk is that the lifespan of a football player, it's only three years. Right. You know, you have your life to live after playing football. And uh, which is true. I mean, Five years in the NFL? That's not that's not a, something you can uh, live on for the rest yeah. of your life. Right. You know? Uh, unless you uh, you invested your money right and then you can come out and but back in those days we didn't have the money the kids are having now. Yeah, What yeah. they get paid now. I mean a third round draft pick now it's a millionaire yeah yeah you know when we, when I got out I was like I was lucky to make a hundred thousand yeah that's right <laughs> you know so um, it just goes with time I mean the guys before me you know thought they made more money but you know every so when we came in we the money they gave us is like wow this is good money yeah, right, right. <laughs> so,
0: no, that's good. So, so Tim, you you come over from Tonga, and you get into uh, football, and you're really good at it, and unmistakably good, right? But yet you still start to generate this self improvement and this work ethic because you start to see something what is it that sparked that work ethic that did you watch that on tv and go you know what i want that to be me well where where did that come from when you were young you know i
1: didn't know where it come from because um when i was playing at the pop warner uh, level you know right. um i knew that i was different from a lot of the kids you know, on on playing the sport, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know. I, I I for me it was just I was looking for something to make me better at right. at, at playing football. I mean, I I knew that I was good enough, uh, but I wanted to s- more. I wanted more. I wanted okay. more. So. I guess in order for me to get to be, uh, to become better, I needed to do something beside what I was doing on the field and on the practice field. So to separate myself from being good to getting better and, uh, at that stage. But I knew at, at, at that age, I knew at that age that I was that I was going to play in the NFL. Yeah, that's quite a vision. So, that is quite a vision. But then really
0: to, to transition and to really bridge where you were in terms of an aspiration and making it come to fruition is you being demanded to get out of your comfort zone even more. Yes. Uh, uh, introduce, introduce to us who your parents are, because my aunties and uncles and my mom and dad, the first thing they're like, go am say, yeah, hi. <laughs> whose kid is that yeah. <laughs> so introduce your parents and yeah. then please share like you want to talk about get out of your comfort zone go yeah. from 80 degree weather where people wear a raiders jacket in the north shore when it's 65 to go <laughs> exactly. into freaking pennsylvania yeah where there is snow on the ground, no, on the ground. for two to three months uh, a year yeah. Yeah. so now you're going okay if i go to this place I might have an opportunity, but then you get there, and that place is not even that good. Yeah, yeah. You help that place transform into be a trans, uh, transform into a championship uh high school, right? But let's talk about introduce your parents and getting out of your comfort zone, like leaving the North Shore yeah. where Coach Reed loves to come to Turtle Bay and <laughs> go to Pennsylvania, yeah. right? I mean, like yeah. get out of your comfort zone and what you're talking about. Continue to be a lifelong learner all those things introduce your parents and take us down that getting out of your comfort zone and all oh, that please tim
1: my parents my mom is uh her name is Rosaline uh Pulotu uh she's from Hapai and uh and my dad is Yonetua Noah. uh he's from Nukunuku Nuku. um my mom's parents they were um bishop in the Mormon church uh huh and my dad's Parents were ministers in the Methodist Church. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So, but you know, that was that's, they met in 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 uh, in Donga when when the uh, my mom's parents came to to, uh, to work in Donga, and that's mm-hmm. how they met. And um, then that's how things went you know uh with them uh my mom's family has a lot my mom's family um had some- ath- athletes in their family Pulotu. uh he was on the uh on the uh, Tongan, uh, national team mm-hmm. on my dad's side his older brother and my dad was actually really good uh, and my my older my uh his older brother Mafana, Ma'noa was on on the Tongan uh, national team also. Mm-hmm. So um, on my mom's side, there was uh, Valita Maake. Mm-hmm. He was on he was on the national team too out there. Uh, it's his mom and my mom were sisters. But uh, a long line of uh, uh, athletes in athletes, the family. Yeah. Yes. So that's uh, and then, like you said, um, getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Talk about getting out of your comfort zone. Leaving Hawaii the day I got to Pennsylvania, it was snowing. Did you cry? Naketangi, naketangi. Did you you cry? cry? Exactly. I got out, and I looked up, and there's this <laughs> white stuff falling from the, from, from the sky. And I said, what is this? I've never seen snow before. Right. So can't imagine the first month, the first two or three months being out there. It was dark, gloomy, every, you know, when it's snowing. And I was like, man, I was thinking to myself, exact thinking that I, that day, I said to myself, this place got hit by an atomic bomb, Because it was dark. Right, right, right. and There's no leaves on the trees. And and I said to myself, I said, man, what did I get myself into? Uh, But, you know, it's like everything else. It takes some time to Mm. to, to figure things out. It takes time. You know, like you said, out of my comfort zone, I didn't know anybody, the language was a barrier, the food was, the atmosphere where I, I'm i at it's like, whoa uh, but in time things change mm. I, I tell myself, you know I called my dad and said, listen, I don't like it here, I want to come right, home. right, right. Right, you know? right. My first first month or so, I've been crying on the phone. <laughs> right. I want to come home. I want to come home. You know, and then my mother, my mother gave up and said to my dad, "said Let him come home before something happens to him." Right. But my dad said to me, "He said, Listen, uh, if you want to listen to me, you'll stay. And if you want to come home, you can come home." Right, right, right. You know? It's like the uh, the ultimate. Ul- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he gave me the ultimate. He said, and then that day, I said to myself, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna make this happen." From that day on, things changed because I changed my mindset. You know, I changed, I changed. my mindset from. Saying to myself, I don't like it here. I don't wanna stay here. I wanna go home. I have a better for me to go home because all my friends are there, my family's there. But that moment I changed my mindset and said, Okay. There's no other way to do this, but you know, figure out a way to to like where you're at and figure right. out a way to, you know, to do what you came here for. Right. So that's when things change, you know. It's it's ultimately your your own thoughts that's gonna change things if you keep saying to yourself, I don't like it here, I don't like it here. And then you're not gonna like it. That's right, that's right. And and then Tim, you go
0: and talk talk to the audience about how it felt like to be offered. I mean, from the legends I heard, I've heard like you've tripped to Ohio State, you've tripped to Notre Dame, yeah. and then Joe Paul came to your crib. And then now you're a scholarship football player. Like you're you're going to school, right? right. Cause in the Tongan deal, it's, it's like usually a few things, right? It's like, right? Ako kekepoto, right? Yeah. Yes. Right. Like yes. those are the things it's like. Yeah. It's like, hey, uh read your Bible, right? Sure. Uh, go to school so you could be smart, so you can have some uh, intelligence, all correlating with opportunity, right? Yes. And then work hard, right? All of those things, right? And then so now you you're going to Penn State and you guys have sacrificed, you've got out of your comfort zone. How did that feel like?
1: You know, I, I, I think from what happened is that I said to myself, this is what my dad wanted me to, this is his vision. Right, right. That why I, can't, why I left my comfort zone and went to Pennsylvania. Right. Um, and to get all these uh, offers from all these universities was like, who am I to get all this stuff? You know right, what I mean, right? Right. Um, at the time, I was man, eighteen. At the time, and really, you don't know what is going on. Actually, right, right, right. you know, you you know, but you don't know. Yeah, you're unaware, you right? You're, you're not. You're not really aware. Yeah. Yeah, you're just going because you know they this call this university comes to your school that wants to talk to you they send you letters i mean you're overwhelmed with all this college i mean every everybody in the united states has sent me but at the time you only can go visit five schools which right was good.
0: Right, right
1: right five, five schools you got to go to you know i went to uh, ohio state i didn't really see the college i wanted to stay with the with the, the owner of the Pirates, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Wow. So they put me with him at right. his house, you know. And uh, I mean, what kid will not love the treatment they are getting? Yeah, right. You know, at, at, at age 18, you're getting treated like a king.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: going from this from from one university to another, and you take you to the best restaurant, they take you to meet all this, you know, alumni and all that stuff. Uh, which is it's flattering. And it's right. You know, it's and, and you sometimes we get caught up with all this stuff and and not knowing the reason why you're going to see these schools because you want to pick the, the best one for you. <laughs> right, 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 you know? <laughs> right, 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 You know, you see the, the bling bling or whatever it is. I mean, I mean, there was offers from me uh, getting a job and flying my parents up every week right. to, to watch the game. And, you know, uh, what kid will not like that? You know, yeah, you're going to no fly way. my parents up from Hawaii for every game. I mean, those things were there on the table, but uh sometimes that don't work out. When you, yeah, know, you go to school, yeah, and but, then so you go to Penn State, and
0: then in your first year at Penn State, you play in 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 the Hula Bowl, uh Hawaii Bowl, Aloha right? Bowl, yes, so, yeah, the Aloha oh, Bowl. Oh, so oh, I, oh. I went there. I went there while I was at Boise State. We went we went to one of those while I was at Boise State, and it was just okay. phenomenal. But talk about this, Tim, because now you're because now you're kind of the anomaly. I never really seen that many Tongan players when I was young. I mean, maybe you and Vi, Scott <laughs> Hemm, right? Um, but I didn't really see a lot of Tongan players in the league or or in college football, really, <laughs> right? <laughs> but you went from being the anomaly, like something that's totally different, never <laughs> a norm, right? To yeah. now being you returning as the ideal. Like in your first year, how, how ironic, right, Tim? Is right. like <laughs> in your first year, being the first person in your family to get a, get a scholarship, to go That's to fun. a major university, a worldwide institution of learning, <laughs> right? Yeah. At like a Penn State. And then now you come home in that year and you jog on to... Aloha Stadium as the ideal, like you are now the standard. How does that feel like? Does that feel like pressure that you have to go out of your like? How does that feel, Jim?
1: You know what? I I didn't feel all that pressure. You know, I, I went there, I was just, I said, man, I'm I'm going home to go play in front of my family and, and, right. my, and, and relatives. Um, my whole the whole time is, I was just happy to go back home. Right, right. Time. You know, I didn't think about what, all, you know, any thing about negative or whatever it is. I didn't think about all that stuff at the right. time. You know, I was there. I was there. I was just happy to go back home at the time. It, you know, my first year, um, I didn't get redshirt. I actually played linebacker. Right, right. <laughs> I played linebacker in my freshman year, and uh, and when I was at, at the at the Aloha ball, I was I was a linebacker, but they switched me back to uh, to a fullback my sophomore year because one of the guys left. Uh, but um, I was just happy to go home at that time. I right, didn't think right. about anything else. But now looking back, is, isn't is that just such a,
0: a – because a, you said, like, you changed your mindset, you got out of your comfort zone, and then you changed how you looked at things. Now looking back, I mean, after the thousands – because now Kahuku is a recruiting hotbed yes. in every sport. Every. Pearl sports, yeah. baseball. I mean, yeah. er, er, you know, Siwaki Levi had yeah. a, a, a tremendous run during my years at Boise State. Uh, being in college football mm-hmm. for eight years, I mean that was a recruiting hotbed, you know. Then all of a sudden, yes. Mariota and all these guys start winning Heisman's. Right now, the Polynesian and the Hawaiian connection is known. It's gone past Hawaii to Samoa, Tonga, yes. Australia, right? Yes. So, so now looking back, I mean, you're you're actually, you know, a trailblazer.
1: You know know what I mean? What does that That
0: feel like? You know, especially for us, you know, talking like from a guy who went to Division II UC Davis, I never played in the league, but we, we, Tim, all of us have been watching you, the Vice Skyhammers, for so long, right? And then, like, you guys really paved the way for uh, colleges in the East Coast because my guy's uh, son, David Uyangalele, his son, is the potential starter DJ Uyangalele at Clemson? Yes. Right. So he's from SoCal, wow. uh, St. John Bosco High School, yeah. big time. Right. But now it's like, um, you know, started with, with with my man at Alabama. You know, he was a, he was a yeah. quarterback, Heisman Heisman Trophy candidate, cool. won the national championship, came off the bench from St. Louis High School. Right. Yeah. But you yeah. were like the first cat to do that right? And then you said one of your boys went to BYU from Kahuku. But now looking back, isn't it an amazing feat that you were able to bridge and people are like, man, we've been doing this since Tim Manoa days.
1: You know, it's funny because, you know, like you just said it, you know, I was a trailblazer. I didn't think of myself as a trailblazer, but a lot of people say to me, right? Listen, we heard a kid by the name of Manoa, In Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What is a a Tongan kid doing in Pennsylvania? That's right. At at 1985, 86, you know. Yeah. 83, like, no, 1980. 1980, they said, who who would go out to Penn State? Why is he there? Because a lot of the kids that leave Hawaii comes to California, you know. Yeah, that's right. You know, most of them stay here in the West Coast. and uh, But, you know, I, I heard a lot of people saying they, they, they didn't think I was Tongan or whatever because they didn't know any of the Tongans that migrated out that way to go to school. Plus, it's a cold uh, state. I mean, it's it's not. <laughs> <Right,
0: right. laughs> yeah, Tim. It's just it's just to me. That's why I was so excited. You know, I I, I saw you pop up on Facebook uh, a few weeks back, and then so I a friend requested you. I was like, is this the Tim Minoa I used to watch? Because now you know, like, because Motu uh, Abuka, his, yes. his his son, uh, I think I think they're a military family though. Uh, was at Virginia Tech. A handful of years back and so you'll see these names now out there yeah. you know you you see these these names that are like Polynesian Tongan Samoan Fijian you know South Pacific names and now it's no longer an anomaly right now it's just like but and but even saying that we're still the smallest percentage that make up the the game of football yeah. well like you were truly a trailblazer that's why I was so excited to get you on the show i was like yeah hey, i want <laughs> i want to chop it up with tim you know cuz we talked prior to this but we didn't really chop it up because okay. i wanted to know and okay. i feel like uh the majority of the tongan population and in terms of football conversation in general there's a lot of people that just want to hear your story anything okay. else uh, so he we're at, we're at this mark where you get to say Hey, this is what I, I feel about life. Any shout outs to your family, mom and pops, uh, your wife and the kids. And I mean, you you're 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 part of a knee Lion class God. that is just freaking phenomenal. I mean, you talked about playing linebacker. I was a linebacker coach at one time and. LBU is Penn State, <laughs> right. right? I mean, everybody knows that, right? right? I mean, and then you guys have such a, a, an enormous amount of of uh, alumni that do so many great things. What are your shout-outs? What are your parting words in what you want to say to the world? What would that be, Tim?
1: Well, first of all, you know, I just thank Lord for the opportunity that he has given me, you know, blessing mm. me with the talent that I had. Uh, you know, it's you think that's your if, if you think it's all you that's doing all this mm. but there's another higher power uh you know with you um there's somebody else it, it, whatever you belief you have but there's another higher power that amen that you that i pray to which is the guy upstairs that you know i ask for strength, wisdom. Every day, you know, to get to bless me with the, with it because, without them, I will not where I was at one point and where I continue to go to. Mm. Um, you know, a lot of uh, the things I do now is that I try to help myself in. And um motivating myself every day to see w- what I can do better with my life and what I can do better for my family, what I can do better for the community um, because it's not about me anymore now mm. you know, it's about my it's about my my wife, our kids and what else is outside of that I can that I can help out with. Um, you know, just for the, our kids in the uh, in the sports world, my thing that I would want them to do is, like I said before, you have to find out what makes you what makes you the person you are, mm. and then and then look for things that's going to make you a lot makes you better. Do the things that the average person is not doing. Mm. You go out there and do, find find a way. There's so much, there's so many things now. There's so many uh, avenues that you can go and find answers for all that you're looking for. The answers that you're looking for, go find it. it. It's out there. It's out there. You know, you have been blessed with an opportunity. But don't just be satisfied with the talent that you have, thinking that you're already good enough to do it. Because when you go to up to the next level, there's somebody else is better than you are. Mm. There's always somebody better than you. There's oh, No matter how good you are, there's always somebody better than you. So you better decide what you want to, you know, to get to that level, you gotta, you gotta figure out yourself that, what else that you need to do to make yourself, to get to that stage, Mm. you know? uh, Most of our kids sometimes dwell on that or how good they are. Right. You know, I'm good enough here and there. I don't need to do this. This is high school kids. You know, and I, the, my message to them is, you're not good enough yet. You're not good enough yet. You know, um, find a way to make yourself better. Find a way to do to to learn things that's going to make you better. Don't be satisfied with what you have right mm. now. Uh, mm. But you know, I like I said. Uh, other than that, I mean, they you have to be a, a student athlete. Like my mm. coach told me, he said, listen, you're coming here to go to school. I'm giving you your books and I'm gonna pay for you to live here. But I want you to go, I want you to come here to go to school. That's the first priority that you have is going to school. Football is second to you. And I took that to heart because, you know, I think most most of the other school has the same message, but they didn't, I didn't get it when I was there, you know. Right. Uh, The message I got clearly was from this Joe Paterno guy told me, he said, Hey, (laughs) come in here. This is where you're going to live. This is where you're going to eat. This is the student body you're going to hang out with. So that kind of got me. So that's why, you know, most of my decision was going to Penn State. It was that. But, uh, you know, I, I wish everybody luck. You know, a lot of, I, I read a lot of the kids that's coming up. Uh, you know, our, we, we, the hope is for them to make it. You right. Know? And that's the story that we have with our kids nowadays. We migrated to this country to find a better life for our kids. Now, now we are first generation. Yes, we're sir. now having second, third generation growing up in this here, born and raised here in the country, in this country. And you know, um, and you can see though the talent is coming up uh, with with athletic kids that we have. I mean, we, I think our Polynesian side of things that we are, we are really athletic. Uh, mm-hmm. we can we can play sports, I think that's one of our things that we have is that we 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 have the body and 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 the physical body to do it, and mentally we can do it and I mean we migrate this migrate to this country for this for the same reason as everybody that comes here looking for a better opportunity for our mm-hmm. for our family so um I think that's you know what I wanted just the people to know.
0: No, that's all awesome.
1: satisfied with anything. Don't don't be satisfied with it. if it's good, it is good, but it's gonna it can get better than that. That's right. That's right. You know.
0: Well, I know one of the things I I need to do is I need to lock you up right now when when covet stops and COVID is over. Um so I run uh, with the Invictus Youth Foundation free free camps, and we do it in football, soccer, basketball, oh, uh, flight school, nice. and then snowboarding and skiing. So in our next football camp, we're going to host you and your wife so that you could come and speak to our kids and talk to them and talk to the parents about the process yes. of becoming and achieving your dreams, not just in football, right, Tim? Right. But right. in right. life leadership and right. business, right? right? So in this segment now, we are on to the Coach V Hot Seat where I'm gonna take brother Tim Manoa through a few questions and just say either a phrase or a quote and then Tim is just gonna tell us what is on the top of his mind as he's on the Coach V hot seat? And when I say this, Tim, what do you think of? If you think you can or think you can't by Henry Ford, he says you're right. What are your thoughts on that, Tim?
1: He's right. I mean, if 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 you think you can't, you, you can't do it because you already defeated yourself. Mm. If you think you can't. If you think you can, that means there's there's better things ahead of you. If you think you can, and uh, it's 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 a saying that it's a sh- people sometimes don't understand that if you think you can't. You you know when you read it, read it, keep reading it. Then your mindset has to be if you want to pursue it and and think you can do it, then you think you can.
0: Mm, That's right. What about this scripture? As a fellow Wesleyana brother talking to you from this side, because I went to the Wesleyana church in Pomona, California. The scripture says, we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God, but not only so, but also in our suffering. For suffering builds perseverance and perseverance, hope. And hope shall not disappoint us, Tim. When I say that, what do
1: you think about? There's hope for everything. Mm. You know, it's, there's, a, it's just like if something happens, and you know, like they said that uh, if it rains, there's, you're looking there's sunshine coming
0: behind mm. the rain.
1: So no matter how low that you are in life there's better days coming to you. You not might think that at the moment because of what happened happening to you, but in time things will change if you let it change. If you don't let it change, you're gonna be there at that low point. Yeah. Trust in the man, the guy up there. Right. He's. He's. You know. I grew up in in church, and you know, I sometimes in my younger life I didn't believe it. Right. You know. You know. You went to church just to. You know. Oh, I went to church, but well, what did you get out of it? Nothing. You just sat there. You know. Like. As a kid, you're like waiting there just to, to leave church to go and play. <laughs> right. But I, as I get older, you know, things has changed. And I figured it out that it's not my talent is not just me. It was, it was my parents, my grandparents, mm. my grandparents, grandparents that prayed for that day that I made it. And then lastly,
0: with the Nittany Lions having a just terrible season this past <laughs> season, and then the Browns having an amazing season, right. give us a 30-second insight on both. What What is the future uh, of, of Penn State University? Do you see them, uh, you know, turning this thing around? And the Cleveland Browns, uh, I, I never tried to – Give a foresight about. Oh, I think this team is going to do well, but they they do appear to be yes. a, a a playoff caliber team. Talk yes. about the two teams that you played for at the highest levels. Let's start with Penn State. How are well, they going to look yeah. this
1: coming year? I think Penn State will do okay. I mean, I I think I think this pandemic had a lot to do with with a lot of the kids. What happened to the kids? Some of the kids transferred out, right? You know, this coach. But um, you know, Penn State is a big university. They know what they want. They know what they see in the coach. They know their players, and it's like everybody else. You know, you're hoping that they do well. That's right. Give them all the twos. You give them all the twos they 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 need and want, and it's up to them to do it. Um, But you know, I, I. I think the university will make that change when it comes to it, but a lot of a lot of the a lot of the fans are uh, not happy with it. But hey, not everybody can win uh, a national championship every year. <laughs> that's
0: right. Especially with Ohio State yeah. being in that conference. Ohio I mean, State in that conference. Yeah, that's exactly. just tough. Thirty seconds, Tim. We got thirty seconds.
1: What do you think okay.
0: about Cleveland
1: Browns and what do you think about their future? I think the Cleveland Browns are on the right track. I think the mm. new culture has come in and changed the, a whole lot. Because when in 1999 they came back, you know uh, they got the team back, and right. they have not been in a playoff since they came back. That's right. And this That's is the right. first time. This is the first time they ever made it to the playoff. Plus, they went and beat the, the Steelers. The Steelers in, in, in Pittsburgh. The last right. time we beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh was 19. 19- Was it '89? I think that was the '51. Nothing that I was on that team, but uh, I think the Cleveland Browns on the on the right track. They have some great players. uh, Depending on who they get uh, during the draft and off season, I think they'll be okay.
0: Thank you, Brother Tim. And thank you so much for coming on the Coach V Show. That's a wrap for the Coach V Show. Thank you to everyone out there all over the world that's listening on the Dash Radio platform out of Hollywood, California, worldwide, on the YouTube channel that comes out 7 p.m. every Monday night, and then also on the Facebook Live. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. It is it is of great importance for each of us to better ourselves, just not for the sake of being successful, but for the sake of being our best. In doing so, we realize the best of our abilities and that everything and anything that we dream and work for can be achieved. This is how this success coach, keynote speaker, author, and Hollywood radio show host lives, all about faith and family, grateful for God's amazing grace. From Brother Tim Manoa, our featured guest, and your boy, Coach Veal. until next time, we'll see you on the Coach V Show, where iron sharpens iron. Together, we rise. Peace.